Hey, welcome to the show, Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, I Radio. We have Nem Shell joining me in the building, Vero Beach, Florida Zone. How's it going? Yeah. Welcome to the show. How's everything going this year? Everything's going good this year, actually. This year has been a really good year so far, but it's going good. I'm just yeah. taking it day by day, honestly. That's all you can do, especially when you're creative in this industry, is take it day by day. Did you reach your goal? Because your goal was it to have a million streams in a year. Did you reach your goal? I did. I yeah. actually reached my goal in under six months, which is crazy. Um, with my song "Band," which is still doing pretty well on its own organically, but yeah, I did reach my goal of a million streams in under six months. What's uh, congratulations on that, and in, in which you overachieved quickly. What's yes. the next goal from there? Because that was an older goal, but you got to set one for this year upcoming. What's the next one you, you want to knock out the way? The next one is honestly to just hit another one, but on a different record. On a different jokes on. Um, actually, that one didn't. That one was like a hit or miss. Um, but I'm getting ready to release a a new a new song called. Well, I really don't have a name for it just yet, but I'm getting ready to release a song in July, mid July. So I'm hoping that that one is my other my next meal. How come you don't think? Because what's your view on jokes on you with that record? It's not that I don't think it's good. It's just like the consumer is the judge, you know? Okay. I'm always think highly of what I put out, but it's all about the consumer and what the listeners think. Yeah. No, you're right about that. What's going to be this record that we get in July? What's going to be the story behind this one? The feeling, what's going to be the vibe with this one? The vibe with this one is just like, I'm not one to be played with. That's That's the vibe. I'm just not one to be played with. No, it, it, your, your music is definitely you can hear the you can hear the anger and the rage in it. B A N. You could definitely hear that because you got the <laughs> bars. The anger you, and the rage. Yeah, no, you could feel it in there. Where do you think <laughs> all this this anger and rage that you put out into your music comes from? Do you think it's with you trying to get a, a bigger deal? You trying to get it feels all oh, that spotlight. You 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 deserve it, and you're not getting it right away. What is it? Where, where, where's this rage getting? Where, where's it coming from? So I'm not going to say rage and anger. It's more so I look at my music as like a diary. Um, I'm really not good at talking about my feelings. That's something I'm working on as an individual. But I find it very easy to just let everything out through recording. And that's just what I do. You know, I I don't want to say I'm an angry person because I'm not. No, no. (laughs) I'm not. It's just like that's what people are gravitating to. I noticed. So band did so well, and I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta follow up with that type of music, you know? Yeah, no, because that's just, I just gotta keep it going. Yeah, people, people are gonna look at as you being synonymous with that. So you bring that Tupac hit him up type of energy on oh, these yeah. records. So yeah, <laughs> you, you got to. But but I appreciate it. But you, you were actually originally from Haiti, and then learned about it and just listening to your music. People made fun of you because you were Haitian when you came to the states in schools. Yeah, so I was born in Haiti. I came here, I can't tell you the exact age, around like kindergarten, whatever age that is. Um, But yeah, like growing up, I think this, not just for me, but I feel like just me being, just being Haitian was just like, I don't know, they just found fun and bullying people for that. I don't know if it was the accent or the way they dress or whatever like that. But I'm speaking for other ones other people who have been bullied as well not just for myself but um yeah like I don't understand the concept of that I don't know like 
why people do that. But yes, I did get bullied for being Haitian. Um, so, but now I embrace it. It's like, you can't tell me nothing about it. Yeah, I love Haiti. I'm from Haiti. I was born there. What up? What's up? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no they're, they're all the people that bullied you they're, they're the losers in reality because I, I learned about it when you look at it especially in elementary school and middle school you didn't come out of your shell until after high school and I, and I can relate in that way it took me till college for me to to get out of my shell because I experienced bullying but where are these bullies today are they still in your Instagram stories are they watching your success and I, I know they watching my success yeah. they got me. you know what I mean that's just what that's what bullies do no, that, that's what they do. It, it, it's a shame because they, they they were really, I, I, that's so surprising me. This, does this really go back all the way to elementary school where they were looking down on you for, for being Haitian? That's, uh, I, it's such a tough concept because I really didn't experience seeing other people go through racism and be bullied that way until I reached high school. So was it, was mm-hmm. it really younger from there that you saw that? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really through not even just high school, middle school, elementary school, not, maybe not as much elementary school, but more so towards middle school and high school. Like middle schoolers are actually really mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so are high schoolers. So around that age. Yeah, that's, that's when it was happening for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but around this time, because you were always gravitated towards music, the violin was what you learned to play first, I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started playing the violin in the sixth grade all the way up until senior year of high school. So about seven years, I was pretty good at it. You know what I'm saying? I still got one here at the crib. I just don't pick it up. It's catching dust. <laughs> but yeah, um, I started playing the violin and then um, I moved on to learning the guitar and the keys. Um, I wasn't taught that. So I would just watch YouTube videos and try to learn my favorite songs. And then it just became a hobby. And I just did it so often. I just, you know, I know how to work my way around it now. And with the guitar, you like playing acoustic, but I heard, is it true that you could play electric with the, with the guitar as well? I'm going to stick to acoustic. I'm going to stick to what I know. I have an electric, but I wouldn't even classify myself as an electric guitar player. More so acoustic. Mm-hmm. How much further do you, do you take on showcasing your skill set with the acoustic? Have you thought about doing a live album? Yes. Yes, I have. I've thought about not necessarily a live album at the moment because I'm not really working on an album, but I'm, I'm in the works of releasing acoustic versions of the records that I do put out. So eventually, I mean, I could do a live album, but at the moment that's not the focus, but I am focusing on releasing acoustic versions of individual records, individual singles. No, that's fire. And especially learning about your background because your mom and dad were in the choir. So how do you, how do they feel about your music career taking off? They they are supportive. They're supportive. They're proud. It took them, I'm not going to lie, it took them a little a little while to catch on because they seen that I was not letting up. I'm not letting up. And they have no choice but to support it now, you know? They have my number Absolutely. Would you say, aside from your parents, who was the one to really believe in you that made you want to take this as far as you have so far? Was it someone in the industry? Who's been someone in your corner that's believed in you since day one? Since day one, I'm going to say Drew. Uh, from Leak House, Drew okay. from Leak House since day one, absolutely. Yeah, that's Drew my day Leak one. House. Yeah, because you're with Leak House music. I was going to bring that up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Drew, he's like he's like a big brother to me, honestly. Um, since day one, like you said, very supportive. Um, it's funny how I bumped into Drew. Actually, um, I there, I, had, I had a photo shoot scheduled at his studio, and a few months prior, he had sent me a DM. 
and was like, hey, you should check out our studio, Leak House Studios. I'm like, in Fort Lauderdale. But I hardly go to Fort Lauderdale. At the time, I wasn't really going to Fort Lauderdale. I'm just like, eh, I mean, I guess, you know, whenever I see it, I see it. Like, I'm not going to drive there just to check out the studio, honestly. But uh, they had, I had a photo shoot booked that day at his studio. And I realized that, hey, this looks familiar. And then that's when I met him in person. And we chopped it up. And ever since then, he was just like, just always getting me to come back to the studio to just record, record, record. And now he's just like, just my my big brother, my mentor, my manager, all that in one. No, it's important, especially that you built the bond with him. And, and just mm-hmm. this is how you're going throughout your, your time in the industry. You guys currently looking for a, a partnership or distribution deal? Are you looking at something like that? Um, yeah, we are. Um, I'm looking for whatever just makes sense at the moment. Um, I'm doing pretty well right now as far as um independently but i could always you know use a bigger push i'm not necessarily fiending for a deal or anything like that because i feel like i'm still in the beginning stage of building myself as a brand and also building my fan base so i feel like i just need a little more leverage before i can get to that type of you know talk from your experience of just being in the industry so far and being with Leak House, what have you learned? What is the the most important thing that an artist can take away from getting with a major? Because you hear all these stories. Well, I had to sell my soul. I don't have my publishing and my masters. You hear all these nightmare stories about people getting into these big record contracts. So what do you think is the most important thing for artists to to get in there and get out? And what's the most important thing that they can take away in, in getting into a deal? What do you think is the most valuable thing? Well, I can only say what I think because I've never been in a, in a deal necessarily, but I feel like as an artist, the biggest thing is to just have leverage. Like you want to come to the table and you don't want to just accept whatever's given to you. You want to be able to counter that because, you know, you're able to have motion on your own without the label. So I feel like that's that's what I would say um, to have your own motion going like. You know what I mean? So that the label just can't just offer you anything. Yeah. No, I get it. It has to be the right deal for you. And and at the end of the day, you know your worth. So you yeah. can't be you can't be lowballing yourself at the end of the day. But so some of the things you've been visualizing, because it recently happened this past weekend with the BET Awards, you want to be nominated for three, four awards, different categories. Mm-hmm. Have you come to think over time that some of these award shows are a little sketchy because they don't always value the real talent and that, you know, sometimes it doesn't even matter because at the end of the day, the best people don't always win. I agree. The best people don't always win, but when it comes to these award shows, um, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of artists that do get nominated are often overlooked. Um, or I feel like it can also be like a favoritism type of thing when it comes to those awards and stuff like that. I don't really want to get into all of that, but yeah, yeah, that's, that's how I feel towards that. Yeah. I think there was a little favoritism this year. I saw that because I I think, what was it? A tie between SZA and Beyonce, I think. Oh, I actually didn't see that. Yeah. I I, 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 show. Yeah. I I think, I think either for the album or the artist I was reading on there, because I'm so in and out of it, because I can tolerate some things about these award mm-hmm. shows, some other things. I'm just like, yeah, this is all politics. And I saw if they were tied and I was like, well, Scissor's been on fire. I was like, how did Beyonce tire for this award? <laughs> hey, Beyonce has a fan base. That's yeah. all we can say. The Beehive is unbeatable. 
No, she is. But SZA has been doing her thing. I think she should have won the award. And Beyonce, I'm sure there'll be plenty of other awards down the line for Beyonce to claim some more. But SZA, it's been it's been her year. But a lot of your inspirations, her, Janae Aiko, you you like those artists as well. Tink, I've learned about it. So how closer are we linking up with some of these artists? Because you already linked up with Derek Milano, DC Young Fly, I know you're close with. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a it's a number of uh people that i've come into contact with and in and i'm cool with but i'm not necessarily touching janae or her just yet i haven't reached those connects to be able to have those type of conversations just yet but you know as i keep working that opportunity will arise most definitely how, how do you feel about these? Because con- I, I agree with Bow Wow said. I did, I don't know if did you see this clip going around online of Bow Wow saying why hip hop is in charge? Because you could do both. You can rap. You could sing. Mm-hmm. He he spoke about hip hop not charting this year, and he was asked why do you think it's not charting? Because everything sounds the same. No one's taking it seriously. It's all. And I could tell from your reaction a little bit, you, you might agree with it. And he said, in thirty years, yeah. the only artists we're really going to hear is Drake, Kendrick, and Cole. How much of an opening do you feel for yourself to get us back to where music used to be back in the days with when we look at Gladys Knight, Prince and all these artists trying to be like a generational musician in a sense where the music actually matters and it's just not here for TikTok, like a pound town. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, not the pound town song. Um, I feel like every song has a moment and some moments are just cut short. Honestly, nowadays, the moments are just so quick because. TikTok definitely contributes to why that is. And also people's attention span is just real short nowadays. Like people are not listening to going to buy albums and listening to the entire albums. They're just listening to songs because they heard that little snippet that they heard online or whatever like that. But as far as like hip hop and stuff like that, um, what Bow Wow said, I can agree with that because I don't know. It's just, I feel like nowadays people are making music to pop but not necessarily making it because that's what they like to do or they see it like oh everybody else is doing it I could do it too you know what I mean and it's not really like a true passion in my opinion that's what I feel um why it's like that but me being as well-rounded as I am I feel like I could definitely bring something new to the game absolutely like I can sing I can rap I'm a musician I'm a writer um off rip just off those four things i completely separate myself from a good percentage of other artists around there so around just around period so i feel like i could definitely bring something completely different to the game absolutely and that's exactly what i'm working on doing mm-hmm. no it, you are and, and something that is so important to to get across because i know people are all all oh, this one as a ghostwriter this one that one as a ghostwriter mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. career doesn't count because of this but you're someone that has spoken about in the past that you'll have writers in the room because everyone does and people go through writing blocks and they're not necessarily writing the whole song. It's mm-hmm. just ideas and just yeah. throwing out different information. Yes. I take pride in being able to write my own records. Absolutely. Like, but I'm not about to, let me not say that. I'm not about to sit here and act like I've never been in a room with other writers. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to be in a room with other writers because two brains is always better than one. And I myself have writer's block literally all the time i'm gonna still finish the record but i still have writer's block and it would be nice to have another writer or another artist to bounce ideas off of and i don't ever look down on that um when it comes to other artists talking about that like 
it's okay to have ghost writers. I mean, it would be nice to have your own pen. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's okay to have ghost writers. Like, it's okay. You know, two brain. I mean, one brain is better than one. I mean, one brain, two brains is better than one. Mm-hmm. For, for singing, absolutely. But hip hop, I don't know. For some reason, it's so different because everyone's like, you can't have a ghost writer. Why do you think it is for rap that you probably should come straight with the lyrics from your own pen with that? I feel like when it comes to rap, rap is more so like a story. You know, I feel like when people rap, they rap about their story. And the only person I can tell your story is you. So I feel like that's really where that stems from when it comes to the ghostwriting in hip hop. Um, I know there's ghostwriters in hip hop. Absolutely. But I don't know, like hip hop is more so like just storytelling and people just people be wanting to hear your story. You can't nobody else can tell your story other than yourself. Exactly. No, you're right about that. And R&B, it's totally different, you know, because you can have these go because we look at Chris Brown. He's got writers. A ton of people have writers in the industry. So and like you said, you need the ideas, you need the the different information thrown around. But with social media, because we brought it up before with TikTok and all that, you, you've been critical of social media in the past because you said that social media feels makes you feel like you're left behind in life, that you're all behind. Oh, yeah. Like, Because nobody's ever going to post the struggles. Nobody's going to post the downside. Nobody's going to post you crying in your bedroom at night. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to post that. So whenever you go on social media, you just see people living a good life as you should, as you should. So when you, when you have those downtime moments, you know, you feel like, dang, like I should be doing this instead. Or like, I don't know. That's, that's, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. I feel like, Social media only shows the good side of things. So when the bad comes, you feel like the world is ending. Like you feel like you're just left behind or like you're not doing enough or you're, I don't know. That's how I feel when it comes to that. But I feel like social media definitely plays a big part in that. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with the posts and the algorithm, they they tell you they want you to post two times a day and all this stuff. So if you don't post, because I only post twice a week for my shows, if you don't post then, mm-hmm you got to keep up with those posts, keep them coming. And if you don't post that week, it's like you've been behind for years and years. Right. Yeah. The algorithm definitely plays a a role. Um, I try not to let it get to me, but I just, I just keep it pushing. If that video didn't go, okay, let's work on the next one. Let's see how the next video does or the next picture does or whatever, whatever I'm getting ready to put out there. But I try not to let the algorithm get to me. I be having my moments where it do get to me, but I try not to. I just keep it pushing onto the next piece of content, you know? Exactly. No, which app works best for you that you've noticed to captivate your audience on? Is it TikTok, Instagram? Because I know you got a big following on Instagram, but what which app works best for TikTok. you this far? TikTok? Sure, because I feel like TikTok is so much more authentic when it comes to content. Like, compared to Instagram, Instagram is more so like established. You got your shit together. A1, like everything is top notch. You know what I mean? And TikTok is more so authentic where you see, you see everything. You don't just see the good all the time. And I feel like because of that, it's more relatable on that side and people are less judgmental on that side. So I like TikTok more because of that. And I noticed that it does well for me too. Like when I post my content and my music, I'm always reaching new people compared to Instagram. Mm. 
Not Tinder. Yeah, TikTok. There, there is a lot of tra- people will tell you if you post all stuff on here, you'll get people from all over the world that'll instantly see your stuff. Where you're trying to put all these hashtags on Instagram, who knows if it even reaches these? It, it I, I still haven't figured it out. It's a joke. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah, it's its own rocket science. Honestly, the whole Instagram algorithm hashtag thing. Like, I don't even think about that because you'll never get it because they're constantly changing it. They're yeah. constantly the different settings are constantly updating it. So you have to go basically learn all these new tools that are on there. It's insane. But I wanted to get into Derek Milano because you really took advantage during the quarantine and you were going into people's lives and you were singing. He sent you back an open, when you sent him the open verse, he sent that back to you within a few hours. Yeah. It's crazy because um, yeah, at the time during quarantine, I was going live pretty much every night every night going live. And that's really how I built my fan base that I have now and my following that I have now. But I know I had been following Derek Milano, um, not for a super long, maybe a couple months or something like that. And I noticed he was live. So um, I hopped on his live and I'm pretty sure at that point he had already knew who I was and checked out my content. And I told him like, hey, you know, like hop on a song. Just like, I didn't think he was really going to do it. He sent me a DM was like, hey, send me the, here's my email. Send me the, send me an open verse. I'm in the studio right now. I said, hey, I sent him the open verse and he sent it back within like three, four hours. And that's that. It it was, it was lit. I love the verse, the verse that he did. He killed it. Um, yeah, he just, he just worked really fast. He worked really fast. And I like that about him. DC Youngfly, people were mentioning you in his comments and he heard your songs and he followed you and you eventually took a picture with him. Yeah, so I've actually never met DC in person. Okay, yeah, because I heard online someone say you took a picture with him. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Yeah. Probably I took a picture with him on live. (laughs) Okay, yeah, it was probably, yeah, that's probably what that was reported online, so. Yeah, he knows, he I like to think that he knows me. He knows me. We follow yeah. each other. Um, I've been on his live a good couple of times and I've he's given me the opportunity to showcase um, my talents on his platform, which I'm so grateful for because he really didn't have to do that. Um, really cool guy. Super sweet guy. Super supportive. Um, and yeah, he just shows me love and I show it back. I show it right back. Like it's DC. Everybody know DC. Yeah. No, and he, he's going through some unfortunate things recently. Yeah. yeah so you know, I, I hope everything's you know, going a little bit better. It's hard for to even fathom what he's going through, but I hope everything, the storm passes, but something like that's always going to linger on. But I, I did want to touch on this, that you, you were with LL Cool J with Rock the Bells. Tell me about this situation. I was hearing about that. So the whole LL Cool J situation, like when I said, just like you said earlier, I was taking advantage of the lives during quarantine. Um, and I hopped on live with LL Cool J. Um this was a this was a time where I feel like the quarantine, you know, everybody had to stay home. So I feel like people were just super bored. Like there was nothing you could really do because everything was really shut down. And at a certain time, like everything was just closed. So a lot of people would go live and LL Cool J went live and my followers would just spam the comments and be like, add them shell, add them shell, add them shell. And I'd be in the comments like, add me, add me. Um, and he finally added me and he allowed me to hop on his platform and I showcased my music as well. 
um that was really the only time we had a conversation we didn't really have a conversation after that but it was cool to just be able to say that hey i had a legitimate conversation with ll cool J. like he seen my face and i seen his face and we had a conversation and it was cool like he rocked with me that i i'm glad that i'm able to say that yeah but i've never met him in person actually but eventually eventually it's gonna happen it, it and with all these things that you're doing because it, in sort of a way this was your version of doing something similar to like a voice Did, what do you think of those platforms like american idol the voice and all that stuff because you really never see i mean besides like jennifer hudson who, who's really popping off the i mean kelly clarkson i think that who's really popping off of these shows uh, I can't really say I stopped watching those shows, honestly, but the whole live thing was kind of like a talent show, like yeah. a type of thing where I would just hop on on these people's live and showcase my talent. But as far as these shows, um, I did go on America's Got Talent twice. Well, I auditioned for it twice. Um, I don't know. I'm not really a fan of the shows like. I just don't feel like that's the route for me personally. I don't feel like that's the route for me, you know, to each his own can be somebody else's route, but I don't see it for myself. Did you, did you make it past the audition? Did you, you actually went on and sung? No, I did not make no, it past all the, they're, they didn't. No. Yeah, it's just like they, them not recognizing Drake's talent. You know, they, they, they lost, it's their loss on that one. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And fine. That's okay. It just wasn't my platform to be on. Yeah, they stink anyway. Who cares? <laughs> um, no, but I, I want to get into your connection. Just learning about Stacks because you you met him because this is someone that you're really close with. You met him out at a mansion with there was a whole creative process with a bunch of artists out there at the mansion. Yeah, so um, I got invited out to this mansion um, back in 2020. It was random. It was like it was random. I, I got a DM was like, Hey, we have this mansion. We have a whole bunch of musicians come slide through. And I'm just like, uh, what that got to do with me? You know, but I decided to go cause, um, I knew that Troy Taylor was going to be there. I seen that he was there. Cause I had watched the person's story that invited me over. And I was like, dang, I gotta, I gotta link up with Troy Taylor. Cause I had already, um, I had already met Troy Taylor prior but, you know, I'm just trying to become a familiar face to somebody as much of a goat as Troy Taylor. So I decided to go. But by the time I got there, he was leaving anyways. But I'm glad that I stayed because I got the opportunity to meet Stax um, at the mansion. And not only just Stax, but just a whole bunch of other creatives and musicians and producers and just dope individuals. But, yeah, it was more so like I feel like it was meant for me to go there, not for Troy Taylor. But to meet Stacks, I feel yeah. like that was the person. That was the purpose for me being there, for me being invited to be there. Everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. No, it definitely when you look at it, and the relationship has, has blossomed from there. What are you guys currently yeah. working on now that you could speak about? Because you guys work close together. Yeah, um, we definitely work close together. We work great together. Um, super punctual i will say he's a very punctual person of all the people i know stacks is a punctual person if he says he's gonna do it he's gonna do it at this time he's, he's gonna be done at that time um 
But what we're working on right now, I'm just working on building a catalog. I'm not necessarily working on, like I said, an album or project, mixtape, nothing like that, EP, nothing like that. I'm just working on creating dope records. Mm. And then from there, I can decide of that pool of dope records I could pull out of to create an album or project or whatever like that. But at the moment, we're just working on creating, 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 building a catalog that I could choose from. Mm-hmm. And you got to get this blue Gatorade sponsorship too. That's your I, <laughs> I don't know about blue Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. So when I get, when I get, that's crazy that you know about that. What the heck? Yeah. So I got to watch out for you. You know, you know a little something about me. Yeah. So when I like to go to, when I get um, booked to perform in places, you know, they like to ask me like, what do I like to drink? Or like, do I like any snacks? I always say blue Gatorade because I feel like, it's either tea, I bring my own tea, or I tell them, you know, have some blue Gatorade and some water for me. I don't know. It's just something about blue Gatorade that just, not the red, not the purple, not the yellow, not the orange, ew. But the blue, it just blue. does something to me. It's just very, I don't know. It'd be quenching my thirst when I'd be yeah. needing it on the stage. So blue Gatorade is my go-to. Cool Aside- blue. The cool blue <laughs> one, right? Because I know there's uh, another one. There's like a sky blue. There's a lighter blue one. I like the dark blue. I yeah, like the, the cool. Yeah, that's the cool one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we got to get that sponsorship. Instead of Be Like Mike, we could get a remix of Be Like Nimshell. We could do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we, we need that campaign going. Mm-hmm. That, that'll definitely work out. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about taking things further in the different territories, acting, fashion? Because it seems like you're multifaceted. Yes, I feel like I could be in the acting world. I feel like I'm I have enough character to be able to do that and just if you I'm sure you you know know you know about the blue Gatorade. So I'm sure you've seen some of my content like I do skits and stuff like that. So I feel like later down the line, maybe not right now, but later down the line after I've established a good enough foundation for music um, I'm a I'm a slide into the acting world. Absolutely, I could mm-hmm. see myself acting in some type of movie show, something like that. What kind of show do you think suits your personality? Mm, that's a good question. What type of show suits my personality? I feel like I'm. I don't know. That's a good question. I I can't answer that. I can't answer that. <laughs> but I would say like because of how well rounded I am and just I don't know I feel like I could really play any type of part like I could play a badass I could play a weird nerd I could play um I don't know the 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 popular the popular girl something like that like I feel like I could really play just about any part as long as I put my mind to it absolutely I feel like I'm just so well-rounded I could do that shit if I put my mind to it I could do it yeah, no, you can. And you also have some other things on the side. Lace by Nam, I heard. You do this on the side? Yeah. So I'm actually a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't post it on my Nimshell page because I like to keep that completely separate. It's like, if you know, you know type of thing. Like, if you don't, then you just don't. So I do hair. I'm a hairstylist. Um, Lace by Nam is, I changed it. It's not Lace by Nam anymore because I've, um expanded to more services um i 
do men's services as well. So it's not just lace. So I changed it to NEMS hair and beauty because I also okay. do makeup. So I try to keep that completely separate. I don't post anything hair related on my Nimshell page. Um, I try to keep it strictly Nimshell the brand. Yeah. Nem's Hair and Beauty is a completely different brand. So I keep those two separate. It, I, you know, when we think about it, because you're so talented with music and breaking through this way, was there a time when you were thinking about using the side hustle you had to really break through to, to get to all the, the influencers around you and try to just kind of show your talent to them in a way? Was that a thought before? My side hustle, I, my hair? My yeah, the, the, yeah, because th- that's big out in, in Hollywood and stuff. You could, a lot it of is. successful stylists. Yeah, um, I don't see myself as like a celebrity stylist or anything like that. I mean, I could be if I really wanted to, but I haven't really, like I said, I like to keep those two separate. Um, I'll talk to, I'll talk about my music to my clients and stuff like that, and I'll repost my content onto my hair page, but I won't post hair content on my Nimshell page. I don't know. I just completely like to keep this, those two things separate, but I haven't necessarily used my hair business as a way to promote my music mm-hmm. uh, as much as I possibly could. But I mean, nonetheless, I still, you know, repost and stuff like that on my hair page. And I let all my clients know what I have going on and just keep them in the loop and stuff like that. If they, if they're interested, only if they're interested, if you're not interested, you're just not interested. Yeah. When the, when the big, big, big time records come in here and your Rihanna level, the price goes up. It's got to go up for, for your clients for these hair prices, right? <laughs> when all that starts to come in the loop, I'm not doing hair no more. I'm no more. Yeah. No, yeah. You're just a hundred percent an artist. I've already Full-time. made that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all. Once this pops off, I'm not, I'm not doing the hair no more. Like it's, I look at it. It's definitely a passion, but at the end of the day, it's still a job. Yeah. Um, and I don't see myself working that job no more. No, but I think most important that is that the side hustle, it works for you. Cause a lot of times people go out and actually go get a nine to five that they hate mm-hmm. and you're treated like yeah. absolute garbage and it, it brings you down emotionally, physically, and you end up, to, it wrecks you. So you're better off doing something that you could be happy with. Yes, I'm definitely happy doing that, but it's not my first passion. You yeah, know, music no. Passion, but it's definitely better than working a nine to five. Absolutely. Yeah. Forget that. That's for, that's for, uh, God bless everyone who does. <laughs> but don't take that as there's something wrong with working a nine to five. There's yeah, nothing. no, there's nothing wrong with it. That's why I said God bless I it because it's such a sacrifice. Do, work that nine to five. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it. but if it's not what you want to do and you're not being treated well and it's just like something that's keeping you afloat and paying the bills but it's not, but it's like you have to drag yourself to do it every day then it's not something that i'm interested in doing at all but there's nothing wrong with 95 yeah no yeah god bless anyone who does that's a sacrifice right there B- big time you know because i believe everyone could be doing what they want to do in this world sometimes people haven't found their purpose and you know, or that that's just what they're limited to, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we talked all about those records, but I, I like something that you speak about in your music, just talking about where he'll be cool in the text, but he'll be snaking you on Instagram as much as we, I, I'm really not big on social media and all this stuff. It reveals people's true colors. It does. Um, it does. It does. People move differently on social media. Absolutely. Because. 
I can't even tell you why, because um, why they move the way that they do, because everybody's their own individual. But yeah, I feel like people definitely move janky on social media. Absolutely. Yeah, no, they do, especially when they never comment, never like, never support. And then, yeah. Yeah, that I I hate that. Yeah. that will- they always watch your Instagram stories. I've been seeing it for years that, that that your biggest haters are your Instagram stories. They'll never like, never comment. Yeah, yeah, I could I could definitely speak from experience when I say that. Um, I mean that's that also goes for like people locally, like people I went to high school with. They don't see me as the artist themselves. They see me as oh, the girl I had math class with. You know what I mean? Like, wow, I never even thought about that. That's deep. They still see you as what they viewed you yeah. as. I, you know what's crazy? I wonder if my bullies and people I went to school viewed me as the, the kid who was quiet in the corner. It's still, right. I wonder if they still view me as that. That's because interesting. That's the last memory they have of you. That's all they know of you. Because, you know, I mean, you're not going to keep up with everybody that you went to high school with if y'all wasn't cool like that. Um, but that's the last memory they have of you. So that's their perception of you. That's how they see you as. So they might not look at you as like, I see myself as like a big artist. You know what I mean? But they might see me as, oh, I went to math. I had math class with her. That's the girl from that sat in the corner in math class type of thing, you know? So I feel like they don't show that same energy. But yeah, I feel like they just don't show that same energy. They, they're not going to like or comment or whatever they're just gonna be on the sidelines until i make it and then they're like oh i had math class with that girl you know yeah that's no. usually exactly i'm big on because i know drake said it in one of his songs a high school reunion might be worth an appearance and all this stuff now because it's he's successful i'm big on you know i, I want to speak for the both of us on this that you know see us see us on your tv screens would you go to your high school reunion no no, yeah, I wouldn't either. Screw them. No, no, not at all. Like, <laughs> I just don't feel like, personally, I feel like I've reached a whole different level within myself and also me just being as an individual. I just don't see myself being around those people anymore. Like, that was a whole different past life. Yeah. I don't need to be Losers. <laughs> I don't want to say losers. I mean, like, some people, some people in high school are doing very well that I went to high school with are doing very well. Some people still haven't gotten their shit together. Some people have started families. Like, you know, everybody's living different lives and I just don't see myself being in that mix. Yeah, no, you're, you're not a regular, per- you're more, you're a public figure now. It's totally different. It's, it's yeah, right. I get it. No, trust me. It, 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 probably more instead of saying loser, because I know I'm terrible, I'll say haters. That's probably better. They're, they're haters in a way because they're like, look at this, you know, the, <laughs> She's blown up. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say everybody, though, but that that could be the vibe for some people. Definitely some type of animosity or like, why her or something like that? Or like, I don't know. I feel like when you're chasing your dreams and you're being ambitious and you're doing what you have to do in order to get to that next level, some people might be envious of that. They might be jealous of that or like, why can't it be me? Why can't I do that? You can do that. You're just choosing not to do that or using your resources to do that. Or you just don't have the motivation or ambition that I might have, you know, might not have that level of motivation or ambition that I have. And, you know, some people just don't have what it takes and that's fine. That's okay. You just don't have what it takes this. You just got to accept it. No, absolutely. And 
something I really found interesting in your music video, which was the one that I brought up with you speaking about all, all the issues with your bullying and, and how people treated you. But I want to speak about it on this. Do you go to therapy? Do you, cause you kind of had it in that therapy setting. No, I've actually, you know, and it's, it's actually been a thought on my mind. Like, I think that that would be really good for me. I think that would be really good for me, even though music is my therapy, my personal therapy. Um, there's only so much I could talk about from my own point of view. Um, but I, I've never been to therapy. I've never had a therapy session or anything like that. But it's definitely been a thought in my mind to go to therapy. There's nothing wrong with therapy. You know, you don't have to be having a midlife crisis in order to go to therapy. Like it could just be just making sure you're on the right path, making sure you're communicating well, making sure you're in control of your own emotions. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like therapy can help with those things as well. It doesn't have to necessarily be, I feel like people down therapy. When they talk about therapy, it's like, you're crazy. Yeah. You're insane. You're straight jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Is that <laughs> at all? But I would definitely like to try therapy. Absolutely. Yeah, no, but it's deeper than that because just with everything, like you said, all your issues and everything, but performances I want to bring up, you want to sell out the garden. and But not just that, you want to expand your presence too because you feel as though you're only known for Florida and in the Keys area with Miami and everything. You want to expand to Atlanta, the East, especially the Carolinas. How do you, how do you feel about your presence, your presence come along since then, since you made that statement? Are you kind of moving around a little bit more now? Um, I have, I'm not moving around as much as I would necessarily like to. Um, but as far as the internet, I'm doing pretty well on the, yeah, internet. With the streams. Yeah. I'm not touching people face to face in person, as far as moving around, like being able to see people face to face, but I'm touching people through the internet. Um, so I can say I've definitely, yeah, I've accomplished that. I've, I've moved around since I've said that. Um, since then yeah I've been doing pretty well I've I'm doing well in New York like when I look at my I check my stats very frequently and I know that London is one of my top like what? that's big especially United Kingdom um New York uh Atlanta it's like it's literally everywhere but Florida like Florida is like kind of down at the bottom of the list more towards the middle bottom of the list um, it's a whole bunch of other cities that I'm touching. So I can say that since I've said that, yeah, I've definitely made a much more of a presence for myself. Mm -hmm. No, it's important. And you're going to be selling out the garden or someone that you perform this far had that's been like your highlight performance. Because these are just the stepping stones to the garden. So what's been that milestone already that you would say for you early on? My highlight performance? <laughs> Good question. Um. Dane, I've had a good number of performances. I'd say, hmm, I can't remember the name. I've done a whole bunch of festivals, but it was a festival in Orlando that I did that was pretty lit. Like it had a good number of people, hundreds of people that I had the opportunity to perform in front of. I can't remember for the life of me. I can't remember the name of the festival, but I feel like that was a highlight for sure. But you're going to get more for sure on the way. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <good>. <laughs>
Because I know you you say you're not working on an EP and the big time albums, any of that, and that you're just focused on making the records, the, the great records. Are, is it a goal to get some performances in here now that the summer is officially underway? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a part of the goals, aside from another million under my belt. Um, that's for the for the first half of the year. I've accomplished all the goals that I set for myself in January, as far as my monthly listeners, my streams, um, just numbers wise out the park. I've accomplished all those. So I feel like right now for the rest of the year, I feel like my goal should be touching people in person, being, being, having people be able to see me in person. They see me on the internet all day long, but me in person i mean i'm a homebody i'm also a homebody i really don't like to be out and about in the mix because i like to be a little mysterious you know what yeah. i mean like, i don't need to know everything that i have going on um but i do want to take the rest of the year as an opportunity i want to set that as a goal to touch people in person so no, that's, that's important the- now i can relate to that i i'm really not a, a, as much as i love interviewing people i'm not big in the crowds I no, I don't want to be around people. Awkward in the crowds though. Like if I'm if I'm in the crowd, I know I'm I already knew I was gonna be here. So I'm gonna take advantage, you know, have a good time and be interactive and talk to people and stuff like that. But as soon as I get home, like I gotta recharge. I'm not, you know, I don't wanna be in nobody's face no more. And it's not something I wanna do all the time either. But I know like me being who me knowing who I wanna be. And where I want to be, I know I'm definitely going to have to do that regardless. Like, I'm going to have to be in people's faces. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm a homebody. I like to be out the way. I like to be in my crib unbothered. The pandemic made it easier for people like us. It's still out here. The pandemic's still here. People keep playing like it's not around. It's it's out there still. It's definitely still around, but it's, it's, you know, subsided. Yeah, it's it's gone down. Mm -hmm. It's still out there, though. But Nemshell, is there anything else you want to let all your followers know that you're working on? You got the upcoming record, but anything else that we didn't cover here tonight? Um, I want to say we basically covered just about everything. Like, um, yeah, you you asked some decent, some good questions. I didn't. You did your research. <laughs> One thing I, I like to you did your research before we ever had this conversation. Like, I've never spoken to you before prior to this, so having you know everything that you know about me it's it's like oh okay you really like you know a little something it's not just like a an interview where you ask these generic questions that you could ask anybody oh i appreciate that i like that that you did your research before having this conversation with me having this interview with me no i appreciate that nemshell and all that you're doing with your music as well because it's different and it's going to be a a transcend out here but it's going to be one that lasts a long time it's not going to be like i said not the pound towns and any of the, the stuff that's trending now it's going to be generational yeah i that's that's the goal that i try to make i mean that i can always make fun temporary records fun records that i feel like are for the moment but i see myself as being more of a timeless writer you know i yeah. want 10 years from now somebody to still be to still bump my song like i just dropped it yesterday you know People don't really make those timeless records anymore, and it sucks. But hey, that's why I'm here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but I'm here to bring that back. Um, you had said um, 
is if there is anything I wanted to say, there is something I want to say. I've been getting reached out to by other female artists late uh, recently. And they're just like, you know, they'll send me like nice messages regarding how they look up to me or like the, I inspired them and, you know, they're, they're watching me and they, they really like what I'm doing. I just want to say to any other female artists that's watching this, um, do you like, don't follow the trends that you see. Don't the trends that you see, don't feel like you have to fall into a certain crowd or feel like you have to show yourself off a certain way in order to receive the attention that you're looking for, for your craft, for your music, whatever it could be. Like, it really doesn't even have to be music. It could be, shoot, it could be art or like painting or whatever. But I feel like being in entertainment or just being a female entrepreneur, we just go through so many more hoops because this is like a male, even though women won the world, women run the world, but yeah, no, it's, it's true. Yeah. also male dominated, like males control a good majority of it. So um, yeah, just, you know, to any female artists watching this, stick, stick, stick to your ground, stick to your ground, do what you want to do, move how you want to move and the correct crowd will find you. Yeah, no, they will. And it's important to be your own artist. And that's what we have here. Like you said, don't follow a certain trend out there. Just mm-hmm. be yourself. Absolutely. Yep. Nemshell, I want to thank you for coming on the show again here tonight. Thank you. Shout out to El Nice for reaching out and getting us connected here. You know, I, I got banned and, and jokes on you in the rotation. And Sir. when you got that new record on the way, I'll Add be adding record. that as well. Yeah. 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 I'm and so they- ready to drop that. Um, I haven't come up with a name for that song. I'm torn between dreadlocks or like red dot or something but i just don't want it to be like a basic name i don't know oh boy, red dot is this like are you like you're sniping someone <laughs> Red <I> told- dot. <laughs> don't play about me that's that's you said you said what was the song about i said it's about don't play with me i'm not the one yeah to- you said that that's- earlier yeah and that's exactly what the song states more, y'all- po- more pock energy uh-huh <laughs> That's the energy people want from me. So that's what I got to give. And I'm okay with that because I like popping my shit. I like I like yeah. that. Exactly. No, I'm, I'm looking to forward to hearing this record. It's going to be uh, another banger for sure. And, and, and let them know where they can follow you on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We want, we want you to get connected there. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, wherever. Literally at N-E-M-C-H-E-L. Just my name, Nemshell. You'll find me. I'm there yeah let's connect yep you already know dreaming but wide awake go check that out go check all the previous releases yes and uh, until the next time nemshell you're always welcome back on of course thank you for having me of course take care enjoy the rest of your night and uh, until the next time right nemshell i look forward to everything you got on the way especially this upcoming record thank you have a good one you too